shelf of water and how insistent it can be, I don't take any chances. We are living in the one wing that has some semblance of a roof, but even that is minimal. In the beginning, we had no hot water, no heating and very little electricity. It felt like an endurance test which took a great deal of determination to cope with in the very cold, wet weather. Hot water is the greatest luxury. It's marvellous for unfreezing toes in the winter, though it's very bad for chillblains. But when I think of the adventures and the joy this house has given us, even under these conditions, I can forgive it anything. We bought Gwydiard Castle in North Wales almost five years ago to the day. How extraordinary that sounds. We actually own Gwydiard Castle. I still have to keep telling myself this because it hasn't quite sunk in yet, which is strange after all we've been through. Peter was twenty-nine and I was twenty-six. We weren't married then. It seems like a kind of miracle that we are still here, and there really are elements of the fairy tale to our story. On paper, the odds looked fairly stacked against us being here at all. Firstly, the castle wasn't on the open market. Secondly, it was full of squatters, though they wouldn't thank me for calling them that. Thirdly, we had a cottage-sized budget. And fourthly, the castle was little more than a crumbling ruin by modern standards, and certainly not fit for human habitation. The house, which was described in some old sale particulars I found recently as one of the best-known seats in the country, came with a gatehouse, a coach house both derelict, ten acres of wilderness which had once been a formal garden, twenty peacocks, and Sven. Dear Sven, I was just thinking about him as I came back to bed. I hope this rain isn't finding its way into his old caravan. He used to live up by the log shed at the back of the house, in an area which has become known as Upper Svenham. He was here when we bought the house, and for a long time came in every day for a hot meal and a wash. He was about fifty then, very mean-looking on account of his broken nose and stubble-covered head, but his looks very definitely belied the inner man in that regard. His broad Liverpudlian accent made communication very difficult indeed, and we were forced to adopt a form of sign language which allowed for limited conversation. I have tried many times to think up a fair job description for him, Groundsman implies that we have fine lawns and neat borders to maintain, which we don't. Ours is more chainsaw gardening at present. Odd job man sounds too menial. So I shall opt for the middle way and say handyman, though a less handy man with tools and machinery I have yet to meet. Sven toiled in the garden. Gwydir is partly ruinous and inhabited by poor persons, wrote the Reverend W. Bingley in 1800. Nothing much has changed in that regard. On my way down to the kitchen earlier, I tried to remember how the house looked when we first moved in. It gets harder and harder the more things we do to improve the state of the rooms. The mess was split between romantic mess and sordid mess. The romantic mess revolved around what nature had been allowed to do in the uninhabited parts of the house, such as the ivy cascading in through the little leaded window panes which bathed the rooms in an eerie green light, 
and the Virginia creeper, which poured in through the roofless parts of the house. The sordid mess entailed what the previous occupants had done to it. The bar, the swirling carpets, the flimsy partitions, the stale stench of beer and cigarettes and municipal disinfectant. To the previous occupants, it was nothing more than a funky place to have a party. To me, it was the incarnation of a childhood fantasy. Most of the castles date back to the beginning of the 16th century, but the two stair towers are much earlier and are said to have come from a nearby abbey during the dissolution of the monasteries. A substantial portion of the house was demolished circa 1819 by Lord Willoughby Deresby, but the oldest parts remain. Further wings were added in the 1550s and 1828. It is my very favourite kind of house where all the different periods have been...